Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Layman's Channel and another Bible study into the times in the New Testament when Jesus said, I am. So uh, before we uh, get into that study, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for the things that you have been teaching us through this series, Lord God, into the times when you said, I am. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that your word would make a difference in our lives. Lord, I want to thank you for your word. I want to thank you, Lord, that your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, and that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that um, we don't overcomplicate things when it comes to your word. Lord, that when we read it, we read it and we believe it as it was written. Of course, Lord God, there are things hidden behind it and uh, uh, things alluded to, Lord God, that we need to understand as well. But Lord, let us take it at face value. For Lord, it is your word and you would not lie to us. And Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for all the people that are watching this right now. And I pray that, Lord God, that you would have a heart to heart and spirit to spirit communication to them through me. For Lord, you uh, promised me that you were going to use me as a conduit to flow through. And Lord, with that in mind, I pray that you would once again anoint my lips to enhance the kingdom of God. Not for my glory, Lord God, but for your glory. For you deserve all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, last time in our study of John 14 and verse 6, we took a look at Jesus being the truth. We understood that God desires us to have truth in the inward parts, Psalm 51, 6, and that truth came through Jesus, John 1, 17. We saw that the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, John 16, 13, and that when he does, the truth will set us free, John 8, 32. We ended up acknowledging that God's word is truth and the truth in the word of God has power to sanctify us, John 17, 17. Today, I'd like to turn our attention to the third and last aspect of that quote from Jesus in John 14, 6, when he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Before we get into the study, let's read that passage from John 14 again. So John 14 verses 1 through to 7. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the, the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on you do know him and have 
seen him. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. As so often in our studies of scripture, we find out that the translation that has been made into English is inadequate and not up to the task of describing the Greek words that have been used. This time is in its pure, uh, poor translation of the Greek word used here to describe life. Uh, English may be the language of the world, but to be honest with you and speaking as a proud Englishman, it's a terrible one for descriptive vocabulary. We only have one commonly used word for life. Can you guess what it is? Joke lang. But the Greek language is much more descriptive. Very clever them Greeks. There are various different words they use to describe various different kinds of life. So when Jesus said, I am the life, no one comes to the Father except through me. What kind of life was he alluding to? Well, in this passage, he is using the same word he used in John 10, chapter, uh, John chapter 10 and verse 10, when he said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That word, that Greek word is zoe and is de defined as such. Zoe life is the state of one who is possessed of vitality or who is animate of the absolute fullness of life, both essential and ethical, which belongs to God. And through God, it means the living word that put on flesh in the form of Jesus Christ. Zoe life is real and genuine life, active and vigorous, devoted to God. It is blessed. And I want to tell you that that Zoe life is in all, all who have put their trust in Jesus. Zoe life is the life that is going to last forever. It is eternal life. Now, let me clear up a misconception that all of us uh, at some time have fallen victim to. Christians are not the only people in the world who have Zoe life. Every living human being has Zoe life locked within them. It's a life that's given at conception when we become a living spirit. Unfortunately, the majority of people will never unlock the full potential of the Zoe life within them because they refuse to come to Jesus to exchange their messed up sinful Zoe life for his perfect Zoe life. And because of their refusal, they are destined to spend an eternity without God. For they will never have access to the Father without coming through the Zoe life within Jesus. 
Romans 6, 4 says, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of Zoe life. The only difference between us and non-believers is that we believe that Jesus is the only one who can unlock the potential of that Zoe life within a person. And he can only do that by the power of his blood so that all can have eternal access to the Father. Abundant Zoe life that Jesus gives is the eternal regenerative life which starts as soon as we put our lives into the hands of God. Mine started in the week following Live Aid in 1985. And you can only get regenerated Zoe life by surrendering your life to Jesus and accepting his sacrifice on the cross for your sins. You cannot get it any other way. For it is the kind of life that can only be passed on you, onto you from someone who already had that life within them. Like all other human beings, life is passed on to each of us by our parents. The supernatural life that gives us access to the Father can only come and is passed down through Jesus, who had Zoe life passed on down to him from the Father at his conception. In John 1 and verse 4 we read that in him was Zoe life, and the Zoe life was the light of men. And in John chapter 3 and verses 14 to 16, we read, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have everlasting light, Zoe life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting Zoe life. Okay, let's throw a spanner into the works. When Jesus laid down his life to redeem sinful man back to God, what life did he lay down? Let me give you a clue. It wasn't his Zoe life. Why? Because the Zoe life within Jesus that was passed down from him from the Father was perfect and you cannot take that perfection from him. That untainted perfect life gave him the power to take his life up again in the resurrection. Then he released perfect life back to us because the eternal life that is within us from conception was tainted by sin. And as I've said previously, every human that is born that has tainted life, Zoe life within them, tainted Zoe life within them. King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 11 that he has set eternity in the human heart. And that eternity can only be expressed through Zoe life. Jesus' death on the cross set it free from the power of sin, the power of the devil, and the power of the world. Whether we know Jesus or not, we all have eternal life. 
So what happens if we do not know Jesus? Hell. That may be offensive, but the truth is offensive. You're going to have to live with it. He who knew no sin became sin for us in order that you and me might have everlasting perfected Zoe life to be lived out in the presence of the Father forever. I am the Zoe life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So what life did Jesus give up? There is another Greek word used that in English is translated to mean life. But it is an entirely different thing. That word is psyche life. And the definition of that is the breath of life, the vital force that shows itself through our breathing. It is the living soul, the seat of our feelings, desires, affections, aversions. It's our very heart and soul. Psyche life is what makes us unique. That is the life that Jesus gave up in order to get us saved. Let me illustrate that to you by reading from a passage of scripture that we have already studied before as we looked at the I am's of Jesus. You can find that passage in John chapter 10 and verses 7 to 18. And while you find it in your Bibles, I'd like to point out that the English word life occurs four different times in this passage, but there are two different Greek words used. Eternal Zoe life relates to you and me. Individual and unique psyche life relates to Jesus. So if you've got your Bibles open again, let's read. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have Zoe life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his psyche life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my psyche life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my psyche life only to take it up again.
No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. Remember, I have already said that the Zoe life within Jesus was perfect. Whereas the Zoe life within every human being like you and me is tainted by sin. And that it was the power of that perfect Zoe life that gave Jesus the authority to take up his psyche life again three days after his crucifixion. John 15 verse 13 says that Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's psyche life for one's friends. Jesus also said this in John chapter 10 and this time in verses 27 to 30. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal Zoe life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand for I and the father are one. What Jesus says here, and I've said this in a previous study, is what I call double security. Every Christian has a double security. For a Christian cannot be snatched from the hands of Jesus, and he cannot be snatched from the hands of the Father. What confidence that should give to all who have come to repent of their sins and who have believed in the purposeful sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and in his bodily resurrection, who have surrendered their lives to him in the knowledge that God will never cast them aside or allow them to be snatched from him. Do you really know that double security? Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Do you need to either surrender your life to God through Jesus or to recommit your life to him today? There is nothing stopping you from doing that right now. All you need to do is to believe that Jesus is the only way to the Father and that there is no other acceptable route to follow. You need to acknowledge that Jesus is by very nature truth, and that the things he said are truths that will assist you on your way to the Father. And finally, receive the renewed life that Jesus laid down his own life to purchase for you. Paul says in Romans 5 and verse 10 that if while we were still God's enemies we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his Zoe life? Clean up your Zoe life by coming to Jesus and allow him to revolutionise your own psyche life.
Please help me in my endeavours to have at least 100 subscribers before the end of the year. So don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share its content with others, and if you have something to say, leave a comment below. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. In Jesus' name, amen.